Welcome to Blessed to Be a Blessing. This is session two. In the first session, I talked about Ephesians 1 3. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us, past tense, with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I mean, what a verse and what a promise. We looked at the issue that God blesses us. He blessed uh, Adam and Eve. He blessed Noah. He blessed Abraham. And we talked about how we're connected in the blessing through Christ. So now here's Paul comes along and says, okay, God the Father has blessed us, and He has given to us every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. Well, do you know what those blessings are? My position is, is that when we really understand that we're blessed, we will be a blessing. And that was the promise that God told Abraham. Abraham, I'm going to bless you so that you will be a blessing. In fact, all the nations of the world are going to be blessed through you. And we are now part of that by faith in what God has done. So this says that we have been blessed. Past tense. Verse 4 says, He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. Now again, we sometimes we'll read that and think, oh my gosh, we need to be holy and blameless before Him. What He says is, He chose us. God the Father shows us in Christ. Uh, Paul uses the terminology in Him, in Christ. It's a position when you're a believer and you've put your faith in Jesus Christ, you're placed in Him. And this is who we are. Well, He chose us. He actually chose us from the beginning of time. It said before the foundation of the world. I mean, think about it. You think, well, your parents planned for you, or maybe your parents didn't plan for you. The reality is God planned for you. He chose you. He's chosen us. We're not here by a happenstance or or the lottery or anything else. We're here because God chose us, and He chose us from the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before Him in love. See, it's in Christ. I'm not holy and blameless because of what I do. I'm holy and blameless because of what He did. It's so important, talking about being blessed, that's one of the blessings. He chose me and made me holy and blameless before Him. Verse 5 says, "...having predestined us to adoption." as sons by Jesus Christ to himself. So we're not only chosen, but we've been predestined. Now, people will say, well, what's predestination? I'm, I don't know if I'm supposed to be a believer or not a believer. No, I believe what he's saying is that he predetermined from the beginning that if you receive the gift of life, you're in. He's saying, look, it's a free offer. It's a free gift. I, I want you to come into the fullness of everything that I paid for at the cross, but you determine whether or not you'll do that. So it's not about, you know, he, I picked you and don't pick you, and that's a good one and that's not a bad one, a bad one. I, I don't believe that. I believe God's saying, look, he predetermined from the very beginning that we could be adopted if we would choose him. If we'd receive the gift, we completely come in to being adopted in him. Oh, and by the way, it was according to the good pleasure of his will. It pleased him. Verse 6 says, To the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. Again, it's all about what he's done. 
The blessings that we have are because he's blessed us. And another blessing is that we're accepted in the beloved. I, I, don't, ex- I don't make myself acceptable. He made me acceptable through the blood of the cross. Verse 7 says, In him we have redemption through the blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Again, it's our position of being in him. This is part of the blessing. We're blessed because we're in Christ. And when we're in Christ, the price of redemption has been paid through the blood of the cross. Jesus nailed the certificates of death that we deserve. He nailed them to the cross. And therefore, we have been redeemed. We've been paid for. And it was by the riches of his grace. He made us to abound toward us in wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will, which he purposed in himself. This is God's plan from the very beginning. So when we talk about being blessed, this is how we're blessed. We're blessed because we're in Christ. We're blessed because of what Jesus did on the cross. We're blessed in every spiritual way. We've been given everything. We're not something left to be done. No, we are absolutely complete in him. He goes on to say that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, but which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. See, this is the position that we live in. I am blessed because I am in him. You're blessed because you're in him. You're not blessed because of just things that happen in your life. We are blessed because we're in the blessed one. We are in Christ. Our position in our relationship with Father is because of Jesus. And in that position, we've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. So in him, we've obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. This was his plan. His plan from the beginning was to do a work through Jesus Christ and help us to come into that place of relationship, and that is a place of blessing. We are blessed. When I sort of blessed, we're completely blessed. In him, you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. What he's saying is, is he's given us his very presence. The Holy Spirit comes to live in us and to make all of this real to us. And we're it's all been done. So let me just say again, we, we're blessed. We've been blessed with every spiritual blessing. These blessings are that we have been chosen, we've been predestined, we've been adopted. We've been brought into, the, into Christ, and in him we have everything. The Colossians says that we are complete in him. Well, we're blessed. We are so blessed. Now, beginning in verse 18, the prayer, and the reason the prayer is here is because God wants us to pray the prayer because he's already given us the answer to the prayer. But a lot of times we get it intellectually, but we don't get it deep into our hearts. So therefore, also, 
after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, remember we're told to pray to Father, that he would give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So the prayer that Paul is praying is that he would give us revelation of what he just got through sharing. He wants us to know all of that. Excuse me. He's given to us everything that we need. He has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. The problem is, it's not on his end. The problem is sometimes we don't understand it. We don't get it. So that's why the prayer. The prayer is to Father that he would give to us a spirit of revelation. Remember, what the Holy Spirit does, he takes what is real and he makes it really real to us. And that's what the prayer is. He goes on to say that the eyes of your understanding, or some translations actually say the heart, the eyes of your heart would be enlightened. So what his prayer is, is that what revelation is, is the lights come on and you can see. You can see and understand who you really are and who we are in Christ is a place of blessing. We are so blessed. And that's what I'm trying to get across to us, because when you get it, and we all understand, well, we are blessed because of Jesus. We're blessed because God, from the foundation of the world, prepared everything for us today. We are so blessed. When you understand you're blessed, then you'll be a blessing. You'll live from blessing, and you will be a blessing to other people. But first and foremost, we got to get it that we're blessed. We're blessed. We're highly favored. Again, I'm not talking about in the natural things. I'm talking about in Christ, in Him, in our relationship with our Father. We are blessed. Now, the prayer continues on. It's not the, that's not the only thing. He said, the eyes of our heart would be enlightened, that you might know the hope of his calling. Do you realize he's called us for a time such as this? Well, we're not a mistake. He created us for this time, and he created us to do what? To be a blessing. We are blessed so that we could be a blessing. And then he goes on to pray, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power? See, there's the power is available to us. So the prayer is that we'd have revelation of the Father, His amazing grace, revelation of who we are in Him, a revelation of the inheritance that we've inherited because someone has to die to receive an inheritance, and someone did, Jesus. And now His prayer is that we'd understand the exceeding greatness of His power that's toward us who believe. It's the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. What is that power? Power of the Holy Spirit. So he raised him from the dead, seated him at the right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that's named, not only in this age, but that which is to come. He put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Now, I just want to encourage you to uh, spend a lot of time here in Ephesians. Because the prayer 
is the prayer that we grasp the reality of what we just precede, what Paul precedingly told us. Our position of being in Christ caused us to be blessed. I'm blessed because I'm in Christ. You're blessed because you're in Christ. And I just want that to sink in. The reality is that we're blessed. We are so, so blessed. You may say, well, if I'm blessed, I don't know what's going on in my life. See, I'm not talking about circumstances. I'm talking about a position that's in Him. And that position in Him, we're blessed. And you may say, well, I'm without a job, and I've had all these problems, and uh, people are upset with me, and I seem to be directionless. You may be, but in Christ, there's an anchor, and that's what God's trying to get across. We are anchored in Him. We are so blessed. We're blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. I'm just going to continue reading here in Ephesians. There, I mean, there's so much here. It's so rich. Chapter 2, verse 1 says, And you He made alive who were dead in trespasses of sin. See, that's our, what's our position. We were born in sin, but He made us alive. In which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit which now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as others. So see, that's our position. Um, That's called being lost. And so when we come into a relationship with Christ, uh, that was our formal life, but he made us alive. Remember, he gave us not just temporary life, he gave us life eternal. And he's given to us everything that we need. We are blessed with every spiritual blessing. Verse 4 of chapter 2 says, but God, and I love that, but God, regardless of what you've walked in, regardless of what you've done, regardless of what you've been involved in, but God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which we loved us. Isn't that amazing? I mean, God knows everything's going on. He knows what's going on in your life. He knows what's happening. And he's going, look, I'm rich in mercy, and he's got great love, which he's loved us with. Isn't that amazing? See, we need to receive that right now. He, he loved us. He didn't just love us because we did something. He loved us because he's loved. He blessed us because he is a blessing God. And all of that is because his motivation is love. Verse 5 says, even when we were dead in trespasses, he made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you've been saved. He saw us in the condition we were in. He saw us in the lost, depraved condition, helpless, nothing we could do. And he said, he decided to have mercy and extend his great love to us. He saved us out of that position. Most blessed. We are so, so blessed. He raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ. Do you realize that's where we are right now? And if you go back to chapter one, I just read, if we're in Christ seated in heavenly places, you realize that everything is under our feet too. They're all under his feet, but they're, all the problems are under our feet. So what I'm trying to communicate is what Paul is communicating is that we are blessed. We've been given everything that pertains to life and godliness to the knowledge of him. We are blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. 
How? Because we're in him. Because every blessing is in him, because he's a blessing God. So once you understand who you are and who he is, and understand the position that we've been blessed because he's blessed us, not because we do something, because he's done something, then you realize that, wow, my position today is that I am actually seated in Christ Jesus. And so it says, by grace you've been saved, verse 8, through faith, it's not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. What are the good works? Well, the good works are that we would be a blessing. That's the, really the bottom line. You will not be a blessing if you don't realize that you are blessed. But when we grasp the reality of our position in Christ, our position of what He has done, He has blessed us. We've been blessed with every spiritual blessing. He chose us before the foundation of the world. We were predestined to adoption, and we have been redeemed completely. God has brought us into the family of God, completely forgiven us, and He has brought us up and seated us in Christ in heavenly places. Wow, we really are blessed. So I encourage you, read Ephesians. We can read the rest of Ephesians. Um, there's numbers of places besides this that we could read. But what this is saying is that we're really blessed. And we're blessed to be a blessing. And so I keep going over that and over that again because what God wants us to do is to every day you wake up and go, wow, I thank you, Lord, I'm blessed. When you go to bed at night, wow, thank you, Lord, I'm blessed. Middle of the day, Lord, I thank you. I'm blessed. And recognize that you're blessed. You're blessed. For what reason? To be a blessing. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to help us to really understand our position of being in you. Just as the prayer, I pray you'd give to us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. I pray, Lord, that we'd be able to, to really know you, to understand that you're a good, benevolent blessing father that you have loved us that it's according to your grace that you chose us before the beginning of time that lord we're not here as a mistake or a happenstance or whatever or by somebody's plan but we're here by your plan i pray lord that you'd give to us the spirit of wisdom and revelation that you holy spirit would come and cause this to become alive and real in each one of us. We love you, we bless you, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.